Spirelli presents Radio Collezione The Story of Porsche 911S by Simon Kidstone Who doesn't know and probably love the Porsche 911? Yes, I know, they made millions of them, but there's a good reason for that. It's just a damn good car. It does everything that you would want of it, day in, day out. You can race it, you can rally it, you can take the kids to school in it, and it never lets you down. Back in 1967, a middle-aged British farmer was told by his American lawyer, American because his wife had been American, that Porsches were really something worth trying. Our farmer friend was driving a a Maserati at the time, which had replaced his Mercedes-Benz Gullwing, bought uh, new a few years earlier. So he thought, yeah, I'll I'll give it a go. He ordered the catalogue, quite liked what he saw, and went up to the London Porsche showroom in Isleworth to have a look at a car in the metal. He decided that he would give it a go, so he ordered one, a new 911S, which was the sportiest model, in polo red, a deep burgundy colour, together with black and white Pepita checked seats. He specified a sunroof, an electric electric sunroof, and also driving lights at the front, because of course, as we all know, driving lights make a car go faster. December 1967, and the telegram arrived from the Porsche factory to say that the car was ready. So our farmer flew out to Germany, went to collect the car, proud new owner, drove it back to Ostend, and put it, as you could in those days, onto a plane to fly it across the channel to England. He loved it. He drove it everywhere, he drove it fast, and he drove it often. He took his uh, small children out in it, and he kept it until 1972, a full five years, until one day, a salesman from Porsche came up the driveway and said, I'd like to talk to you about a new model that we're making, the 911 Carrera. RS. You've got to have one of those to replace your old 911S. So the farmer said, okay, um, what will you give me in part exchange for my 911S? And I think the answer was something like £2,000. The farmer never drove the 911S again. The 2.7 arrived and it was everything that he'd been told. And the 911S went off in part exchange. Fast forward many, many years and those Small children that had ridden in the back of the 911S as babies had grown up, and one of them was reading a classic car magazine one day in 1993. And what did he see on the cover of that classic car magazine but a polo red 911S? And he thought, that registration number looks familiar. So he looked back through his father's old papers, and sure enough, that was the registration number of the car that his father had bought new. He called up the magazine editor and asked if it was possible to get in touch with the owner of the car. The magazine editor said, sure, let me give you the guy's details. He's a dentist down in Kent. Our by now 26-year-old son of the first owner traveled down to Kent, met up with the owner, who took him to a quiet garage on an industrial estate, pulled back the covers, and there was the car that this uh, young man had not seen for over 20 years. They talked about it for several more years until one day when our 20-something enthusiast was by now in his 40s. It was probably quite a few more years. And uh, his, uh, he and his wife were having breakfast in a hotel in New York 
The wife excused herself to go off and do an errand and our now 40-something-year-old um, called up the dentist in Kent and said, okay, I will give you the outrageous price that you want for this car. The rest you can probably guess because, of course, that 40-year-old is now 50-year-old me and the farmer was my father. But it's great to have that car back home alongside the 911 RS that it never lived next to originally. I must confess, it's not a car that I drive a huge amount because the RS is just, frankly, the better car to drive. But every drive in that 911S brings back a lot of emotion, thoughts of my father, who's uh, been gone for a very, very long time. It's a real screamer of an engine, a little two-liter, six-cylinder with great big Weber carburetors, a notchy five-speed gear change, seats that are about as squidgy as a uh, country cottage sofa, so they don't give you much in the way of support. But it's a lot of fun and a great period piece with bags of character. 911S, one of the all-time great sports cars of the 1960s and proof that you can do a lot in performance terms with not a huge amount of power. Sometimes less is more. You've been listening to Radio Collezione by Pirelli.